everyone. Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our daily word today, we are in the book of Genesis. And what I'd like to do is share with you Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And then let's, let's talk just for a few minutes today about the fact that creation is both cosmic and personal. So if you would, hear the word of the Lord. Then the Lord formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Now, you, uh, you might have been surprised when you uh, saw, especially if this is your first time reading through the Bible, you might have been surprised when you saw that there are actually two accounts of creation, that the, the first uh, account of creation ends at the end, uh, at chapter 2, verse 3, and then in verse 4, we see the beginning of another account of creation. Now, why would this be? Well, I, I suppose lots of reasons, I, I, would, I would imagine, um, but at least one of those reasons is that these two accounts of creation represent what we could call a cosmic perspective of creation, and then a more personal, a more personal aspect or perspective of creation. Maybe in a similar way, you've wondered before why it is that we have four gospels. Why why would that be? Why wouldn't we just have one gospel in the Bible? But you see, uh, each of the gospels brings a a different witnesses sort of perspective to each of uh, of of the the gospels um, to the gospel and and there's a a bit of a different theological emphasis so for instance in the gospel of Matthew there's much more emphasis on the fulfillment on how Jesus is the fulfillment of the scriptures the the prophecies related to the Messiah and, and it's not that in Luke that does not happen, that's not the case, but in Luke the emphasis is really more on the fact that, that Jesus is the Savior of the world and that there is a, a universal offer of the gospel to, uh, to the world. And, and these are, are not, it's not that, that the gospels are different, gospels radically different, they're, they're certainly um, just a ton of overlap, but you see there is a, there's a difference of, of emphasis that's important for us because what, what it does is we see that the Lord actually helps us to, to see and understand these different aspects of the gospel, and that enables us to apply the truth of the gospel to our lives, to how we live out the mission of Christ together, and, and so forth. Now, as we're looking at these, the, the other interesting thing to do is then to, to make a connection. We have four Gospels. We, we have these two creation accounts, is to actually see them in parallel with the Gospels. So here's what I mean. Um, the, the parallel between Genesis 1 and John chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, the cosmic view of creation. John 1 the cosmic view of the incarnation of Jesus, the cosmic view of the coming of salvation. So 
in John chapter 1, right at the beginning, John 1, 1. In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. He created everything through Him and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created and His life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. And so you, you, can, you can see the same sort of poetic language, the same kind of theme as we just read in Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and you see God speaking creation into existence. And so the, the purpose, of course, of this parallel is to identify Jesus as the Word of God come in the flesh, the Word of God, the Son of God, through whom all things were made. Now, you could, you could see also a, a bit of a parallel between Genesis chapter 2 and the creation account that begins in, uh, in chapter, chapter 2 verse 4 and uh, Luke chapter 2. So Genesis chapter 2 verse 4, the account that begins there, as I said, is much more personal. It's a much more personal perspective on the, on the creation of the world. And John chapter 1 is this cosmic view of the incarnation of Jesus. But Luke 2, really what you see is, is a, much more, um, a much more personal sort of view of the incarnation and of Christ coming into the world. And so you look through it and, and you see the angels coming to the shepherds. You see Mary and Joseph and they're, they're struggling to make this trip to Bethlehem and then there's nowhere for them to stay. And so they end up in uh, essentially in a stable and they end up laying Jesus, the one by the way that we're reading about in John chapter 1, they end up actually making a, a crib out of a manger, out of a feeding trough, right? And so it's a much more personal revelation about the Incarnation. Now, it seems to me, given all of this, that part of what God is doing between Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 is, and John chapter 1 and Luke, the beginning of Luke, is that God is communicating the reality of both His transcendence and His eminence. That, that is to say that, first of all, He is transcendent. He is far above us all, beyond us all. His presence spans the universe. God created stars and planets and, and solar systems and galaxies. And, and also, though, also God is close to us. He has come near. He speaks planets into being, yes, but He also breathes into us the breath of life. Now, this is from Psalm 139, where we read, You made all the delicate inner parts of my body. You see how zoomed in this is, from the cosmic down now to the personal. And knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was 
woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day has passed. You see, friends, God doesn't just create the universe and sort of create uh, create humankind in mass and then just sort of let us go. What he shows us is that he created you intentionally, as intentionally as he creates anything, the, uh, a, a water molecule, a planet, uh, any of it, the laws of, of gravity. I mean, he created you as intentionally as any of that, and he created you personally, as the scripture says here, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Do you see how personally and intentionally he's created you and created you for purpose? See, friends, in our scripture today, the transcendence and the imminence of God. Have a sense of the holiness and the majesty of God. Have also a sense of the nearness and the love and, and the attention, the personal attention of the God of the universe. And thanks be to God for His holiness, His transcendence, His majesty, and for that love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.